ow, 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 my head. Bean has a migraine. Hey, Susie's got a headache. Plus two girls. Who hurt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our theme song. That's, yeah, we... Why didn't we write our own theme song? Honestly. No, we're musical geniuses. Yeah. Hi, you're listening to Strumpet Radio Hour, the podcast for strumpets, trollops, and tarts worldwide. I'm Susie. And I'm Bean. Stay tuned for some yoga cults and Bean tearing someone to shreds. Just terrorizing a whole school. It's awesome. Welcome to Gamers Only, a space for the most marginalized community in society to discuss daily challenges. I'm Susie. And I'm Bean. It's tough being it's, oppressed. It's tough out there by for women. us gamers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Woohoo, we did it. Kicking it off strong. So, um, I suppose we could start. Well, we have a lot. We could. There's a lot of things we could talk about. I think a good icebreaker is. Um, it's time for you to finally come out once and for all. Are you Team Edward or Jacob? That's a bold question to mm-hmm. ask someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've discussed this, and I am fully Team Jacob. Wait, even after the third movie? Third movie isn't canon in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to go with Team Edward because. I think I summed it up best last night while we were watching Eclipse, where if a Chad were to become an incel, it would be Jacob. That's why I like him. Oh, you like the yeah. Chad cell? Chad cells are my, <laughs> are what I'm into. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, also, like, Edward is clearly better for Bella, because yeah. he's just, like, a copy-paste version of her if she were a angry male vampire from the early 1910s. Yeah. So, but just, like... From the first movie, Jacob all the way, you know, like, like when I'm just thinking classic Twilight, when I'm not thinking intense storyline. Okay. I'm like, Jacob all the way, well, baby. Well, I'm a Twihard, so I think about every single scene. Well, also, it's not fair that you would ask me this when I haven't seen the full series and you have. Okay. You, we will revisit this. <laughs> Probably by next time we'll have seen yeah. oh. Breaking Dawn. Maybe we should, like, get through all of the, or the last two movies over the thanksgiving break oh that could be fun yeah fun yeah so yeah we have been on a twilight um, bender bender is a good way to describe it a rock bottom twilight bender yeah and i'm loving it dude i mean i don't know if you wanted to like save our thoughts but i think we should talk about them as they come up okay well, I was really struck. Did did you watch that big Joel uh, video? I totally did. I might have fallen asleep. No, <laughs> I was watching it half asleep, I think. That's okay. I was just really struck by how correct he was where so far at least it's pretty much a series about a girl who gets everything she wants and like kind of just knows what she wants the whole time. Yeah. That was I did not uh think about it that way when I was 12 <laughs> and in love with the series. Yeah, I so. mean it's funny too because like we were talking about this a little bit last night mm-hmm. and i was like what are you talking about she doesn't know what she wants but big joel also said in his video essay oh that like she just everything you know like she everything's happening to her and she doesn't actually like really make any decisions no she just ends up in these circumstances 
and then like that's the story and then like and and that's kind of a common trope in a way in a lot of like romances but twilight is especially pronounced because there's an intense storyline happening around her of like Mm -hmm. werewolves and vampires and it's so funny because it's like if you actually break down the like actions bella has taken it's almost like quite minimal yeah yeah it's like there's a few times where she like did something that was a little bit like oh that maybe changed wasn't passive completely yeah yeah it wasn't completely (laughs) passive but um yeah but no she just she ends up in the circumstances and it's usually exactly the circumstances she wants at least in the end okay and there's not really well, I'm, I would say there aren't really any consequences for her actions, but her actions are so few. Right. It's so like, it's like, yeah, how would there be consequences? There aren't no consequences. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we've only been through the first three. Yeah. And uh, the fourth one is split up into two movies. So mm-hmm. we've got a ways to go. And I know that someone loses their virginity. Oh. So things are going to get shaken up. Okay. Someone's hymen. Someone's hymen is shattered. It's shattered. <laughs> the what? porcelain what penis. What did Michael say yesterday? Um, no hymen, no diamond. <laughs> Jesus. I wrote that down in my phone today because I couldn't get it out of my head. And no I was hymen, like, no diamond. Ooh. That's an incredible sentiment. <laughs> yeah, our friends are very progressive people. They are. They're definitely not like misogynists from the 1930s. <laughs> Eric is. <laughs> Eric is. Okay, well, Love you, Eric. Um, yeah. Twilight. Twilight. Good. I okay, look. I'm making fun of it, but also I am thoroughly enjoying every moment of it. Yeah. Well, I think um so it's interesting for me because I had not seen any of the movies. I had known of its existence. I mean Wait, that was you even, hadn't? Huh? You hadn't seen no, the movies? I hadn't seen any of I them. I didn't realize that. Why do you not pay attention to anything I say? I don't know. Yeah, so it's interesting because, yeah, for me, it's not revisiting them. It's just watching, like, this teen (laughs) series that I never got into. It's very nostalgic for me. I've already said this to you, but, you know, got to document it. A document for the cast. Uh, It was kind of the first time because I read all the books as they were coming out or, like, I read the first three and then I think I read the fourth one, like, right when it came out. And that was the first time I got into a series that, like, my mom and, like, other f- adults, adult women in my life were getting into. And, like, yeah. it was simple enough that I could be into it as well and I could understand the books. And so I look at it very fondly because, like, okay. I read it. I could talk to, to my mom and my aunts about it. And then every time a movie came out, we'd go to the premiere, like, at yeah. midnight. Nice. Um, and the movies are garbage. Yeah. Um, they're not good. It's actually amazing. <laughs> They're worse than I thought they were because, like, (laughs) I knew they were bad, like, from a story perspective. But even, like, some of the moves from, like, a filmmaking perspective are just, like, really, like, what are you guys doing? The scenes did not age well. No, that's the, that's (laughs) probably even the funnest part is that it's, like, whoa. Like, they thought this was, like, just on par with, like, big movies. But it, like, is bad. It looks pretty bad. So, yeah, I'm a Twihard, and I'm Team Edward for life, and I will go down with this already sunken ship. Yes, absolutely. Um, No, it's it's been an enjoyable romp, and especially, (laughs) like... The fact that we're watching it with, like, all our friends who <laughs> yeah. are, pre- like, it's mostly guys that we're it watching is, it with. Yeah. And then we're, like, making fun of it, but not for the, like, typical reason people would make fun of no. it, if that makes sense. We're, like, going deeper into the, like, character flaws <laughs> of them. We're not, like, 
it's bad because teenage girls like it yeah you know? that's the thing twilight got i mean it's bad but it's not worse than any other like bad franchise it's not worse like- than fast and furious <laughs> that 87 tokyo drips tokyo drips tokyo drips um yeah no it just got shit because girls liked it i mean that's always how it's been you know boy bands and romance and rom-coms and shit they just teens girls if teen girls like it we gotta tear it to shreds yeah and also definitely later i participated in like i was a teen girl who would make fun of it because that made me like you know cool cool, yeah the boys not Even like though I was such a twihard, I was just in <laughs> denial about right. it. It's like that. Oh, I love that series. Yeah. No. It's yeah. cute. I'm glad we're. I'm glad we're watching it. Mm-hmm. We're working our way through it. Yeah. What are we gonna watch next? I feel like we had an idea come up recently for like another series. I don't remember, I don't remember what it was. So we'll think of something. We also watched um looking for alaska i don't know if you wanted oh to gosh. talk about that that yes. was kind of a while ago now that was a little while ago a great time yeah a romp <sighs> true romp half. that one it's interesting because it kind of like uh i don't even know if it's like like an interesting contrast to the twilight movies but it it's still kind of rooted in the same it's like a teen mm-hmm. you know a teen based novel uh and it definitely has more depth than twilight like for quite a bit (laughs) oh yeah yeah characters actually do things yeah they have consequences there are yeah but i don't like i feel like looking for alaska drew so much more from that like boss babe like uh fake feminism kind of like really cringy feminism um whereas like twilight didn't seem like it even tried to do that and if they had tried to do it 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 would have been the worst so really bad yeah yeah, because Bella is very, like we've said, just a nothing, a nothing person. A nothing person, <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas they tried to make Alaska yeah. a an edgy feminist, but yeah. it just came off so, well, for just unrealistic, like the way she spoke. Yeah, I'm like so, I don't know, I'm very conflicted about it because that's another one i was a i loved john green mm-hmm. um like post twilight phase when i was more like 14 and true 15. greenhead i was a green hard green as they hard. say <laughs> <laughs> i was hard for john green that's what he told his teen fans <laughs> yeah. to say i, I mean i like john green too i don't think i wrote it looking for alaska but i yeah. was a fan of of books in general no oh, I, I i read um the fall in our stars that's and probably the best one Yes, that was really good. I read An Abundance of Catherines, which was very Not bad. Good. Sorry, John. And then I think I read... No, I read like half of Will Grayson, Will Grayson, and then Alfie chewed up the book. <laughs> yeah, I think Will Grayson, Will Grayson, I read too young. Maybe not. I think of that one as being more like... It, w- it was like if edgier and like less idealist okay but maybe that's yeah. not true i read it a long time ago i remember they talked a lot about neutral milk hotel and that's where yeah, i first neutral heard milk it. hotels yeah. in it. and it was also written by two authors yeah right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah which um, is cool i like that that is cool it's been a long time i think the last one i read was the fault in our stars and that was right when it came out <laughs> so you know did they make? Sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. I'm gonna say, did they make more than just the Fault in Our Stars and Looking for Alaska? They made I, Paper Towns. We should. Did you watch Paper Towns? I did. I can't remember. Right. I was gonna say we should watch every John Green film. That'd be a good. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cara Delevingne was like the love interest. Do you remember that? In Paper Towns. In Paper Towns. Yeah. No. I okay. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like no. Um. 
I don't know. So yeah, I have a huge. Soft I read spot. Paper Towns. Sorry, just <laughs> you did. You did read. Paper I did Towns. read the book. Congratulations. Yes. I'm an intellectual. I actually, when I was younger, that one was my favorite. Um, okay, I can kind of see that. Mm-hmm. And You're very flighty. I'm flighty <laughs> and whimsical, whimsical, and quirky. I want to defend uh, John Green's books. And Am I attacking them? No, no. I'm just kind of talking in general because yeah, the yeah. show was bad. Right, right, like, right. The show was not a good depiction of... It was... I mean, but it kind of... What? Like, it, it's not like it deviated that much from what I remember of the books. I think... Yeah. Because John Green novels always have been kind of like, um, you know, pseudo-intellectual, pretentious. <laughs> like, not from his perspective, but that's kind of the demographic that it appeals to. Is sure. like yeah, yeah. the k- teenagers who are trying to figure out what they are and who are into, like, more nerdy or classical type stuff. I think that's it, is yeah. that it's kind of like... Not like a fringe demographic per se, but it's it just reminds me so much of like Tumblr kids. Yeah, and there were a ton of Tumblr kids, but the at like when you think of like going to high school, there mm-hmm. were Tumblr kids, and yeah. then there were other kids <laughs> that like weren't on Tumblr, you know. Yeah. And like you kind of think of Tumblr kids as the niche, like John Green loving. Yeah, they're like you know the kids who read. Uh, I was one of them, absolutely. Yeah. Just read me like too. classical literature and pretend to understand it, um, and just kind of like pick up little bits of knowledge of like i don't know whatever philosophy or literature do you kind of just cling to that like oh yeah i know about this stuff (laughs) yeah um i I don't know and i think maybe like i said it's been a long time since i read the book but i think that reading the book and kind of like picturing yourself and like having this author kind of treat you like an intellectual and intelligent teenager is really great but then when you put like absurdly attractive actors yeah on screen like really dramatically saying these like <laughs> lines that don't sound like Kurt Vonnegut under the moonlight <laughs> <laughs> like people don't talk that way and it just it's just we it's not right I yeah. don't know it just hurts to see um I think I think the point about them all being absurdly attractive is a very important point because like I mean especially with Alaska like yeah. she was so just She's like a 2019 model yes yeah. exactly and and it just didn't fit i mean you know you could almost argue that maybe it fit like the idealized version of her mm-hmm. like maybe that's how like the guys saw her where they're like oh wow that's good amazing mm-hmm. and it's like this like unrealistic unattainable look yeah. but i feel like for her character it was just like it just made it so disconnected to like like this you like the idea that like all she does is sits in her room and reads books mm-hmm. and it's like you expect me to believe this instagram model <laughs> has been ousted yeah. by society that's what i was gonna say is like she would be at least like i she'd mean be very, she'd like, be popular yeah she'd People be popular like she'd have a lot of friends and beautiful <laughs> friends <laughs> beautiful beautiful <laughs> friends i don't know it just it did change it changed the context yeah um, definitely especially because she was supposed to be a high schooler and she's like a 23 year old she's like a 23 year old that kind of looked like a 12 year old but like also didn't i don't know she just looked to me she just looked like an instagram model yeah um, definitely like a 12 year old instagram model. And uh, yeah it's like no hate to her at all no, no. but w- the kind at least for me like if i had seen that when i was the age uh, when i loved that book i would have been just like crushed i was like that's yeah. not what i look like and i'm like relating to this yes character, right that's the character that you're putting yourself onto and yeah and then it's just not not gonna fly i think that um yeah the dialogue was just the, the funniest shit so ever 
God. I'm pretty sure it's like a lot of it is straight from the book. It just reads <laughs> different when it's in your brain. Oh, yeah. Totally. We got like a little taste of that with the Fault in Our Stars movie with Augustus Waters and oh. his like cigarette <laughs> metaphor. You're like, well, that really did not wow, that was really well. That was not good in yeah. person. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. But that movie overall, I still liked. I yeah. think Looking for Alaska was just all of it. Was The whole movie was the cigarette metaphor <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> was like, uh, that's a good. Like, that's good. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Uh, yeah. The soundtrack was popping. Holy shit, dude. That, that was, was so good. Every song was like, oh, it's a good song. They captured like the era of when that book was popular, too. Yes. It was yes. like, ooh, it's taking me back. Oh, t- I guess it's a, it also kind of falls into that thing of like the kids that were reading the books. It mm-hmm. kind of feels like the music we all listen to. It was made for us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> so good job. It is interesting to think about how the, um, like, what the character, what the actors and actresses look like shape the context Mm -hmm. of um, media and, like, the message they're conveying. Because it, I mean, I want to not be shallow, but at the same time, it does change it. Like, Hollywood beautifies the characters and it changes the context yeah. of what they do and say and it makes things less believable like I, maybe we already talked about this on the podcast I don't know maybe but like Hermione I was gonna say one. pop culture detective yeah. right yeah yeah he yeah. had a whole thing about Hermione and Tyrion yes just like you made them attractive and you made them they were you know supposed to be unconventional looking people because we don't get enough love for the unconventional <laughs> people. And for the most part, it doesn't matter. But then there will be key scenes where it does. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that like, even if it doesn't matter to the story for the mm-hmm. people viewing it, I think it does. And I think that yeah. like, like, it's just, the ho- it's helpful to see other types of people on screen mm-hmm. as- and especially like, just in general, like that's a good thing. But then especially for stories that are about people that are a little bit different and people Mm -hmm. that aren't necessarily accepted like readily by society like Mm -hmm. maybe don't make them incredibly gorgeous by our like conventional standards yeah it it does it changes things i think that's why alaska was so poorly cast in my opinion not that the actress did a bad job but just that like the people who are supposed to project onto her and relate to her are like insecure teen teen nerdy girls it's like that I don't know. Just give me someone who's like average looking or has like crooked teeth or like a weird Some, nose or something. something like different. I'm not asking for a lot. You know? No, guys. Just, just the bare minimum here. <laughs> give me that. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I don't know. But that it, you know, that's that's what happens when like big companies adapt them. They're like, Yep, we yeah. gotta we gotta meet the the box. Oh yeah, and um Pudge, like the main guy mm-hmm. and the actress who played Alaska, they looked like brother and sister yeah, we talked about that right no i don't know if we talked about that i mentioned it constantly i was like oh look at those siblings getting along yeah so they well. just they wanted to fuck the two siblings don't want to fuck that's so cute that's not cute that's, that's gross. so cute that's that's pretty it's gross bonding <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like i mean there were some i feel like there were a couple scenes the last episode was definitely the best episode oh yeah the like sort of like the the depiction of like grief and stuff i thought was it really, was good, really good. and lost um, and I was like, Damn. and and I got sad. Like I started getting, like I'd get teared up. But then they'd do a flashback to Alaska, and yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't like, miss oh. her. <laughs> oh god, it was good. Because the thing is, also like, and maybe this is another thing where like you don't realize it when you read the book. But Alaska uh-huh. was just in general a super toxic friend. Yeah, and so it kind of was like she it's a good thing she's out of their life. Like, I mean, it's it, not a good thing she died, but it's like yeah, they they needed her to get out of there. She was manipulative. Yeah, um, and but I mean, I don't. 
because we were talking about how she was like a a cringy like fake feminist type um like i feel like that could be intentional like it's hard to say too with john green because i know that part of her character flaw was that she was pretentious yes but boy did it hurt to watch yeah i mean that's kind of why i was like i I don't know like i just because i guess the way they did it was just it just reminded me of a lot of generic movies that try Mm -hmm. to do like feminism and they do it just for the the likes on instagram yeah it's 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 um oh what are they yeah there's a word for it Lindsay ellis like coined a really i don't know if she coined it but it's just like pop pop feminism or something yeah yeah yeah, pop social justice i don't know if she coined it but that's where i heard it i know h3h3 calls it fast food feminism (laughs) it's just like (laughs) bite size and lacking in nutrition Mm. (laughs) so uh yeah the worst thing for me was her she had like this line where she's like yeah i'm gonna open a bookstore and we'll have one section for white male authors and the only kinds of authors she referenced throughout the whole show was white, white male, male authors, authors. Like yeah Vonnegut and hemingway or whatever you know what we should email john <sighs> green and say hey what were these things deliberate like I, in your probably, writing probably, i don't know I, well i need to reread the book because yeah. i don't think he wrote the screenplay no i don't think he did either but yeah like i i do wonder i wonder hmm. anyway i've been Some lingering on this food for thought i just this book <laughs> this book was close to my heart it was the first john green yeah. book i ever read mac put me onto it wow yeah Damn, it all ties together all goes back and it all comes back to now to now which um do you remember that show are you smarter than a fifth grader oh <gasps> with jeff fox yeah with jeff (laughs) i used to fantasize about being on that show (laughs) as a kid (laughs) you would have done so good on that show i was like thinking about how i'd make my name tag i'm like i don't want the butterfly (laughs) name tag that's so cute (laughs) i remember watching that show and being like fuck i don't know any of these things (laughs) yeah i didn't either i wanted to think i did but i didn't yeah i was not smarter than a fifth grader (laughs) as a fifth grader (laughs) as a fifth grader didn't didn't have it um that was an interesting concept for a show because it was also kind of like telling of like what kids were being taught in school. Yeah. And it was a conglomerate of random facts. Because it was all pulled from curriculums, right? At least. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. like, oh, stuff that like they should know like by fifth grade. Mm. I don't know if I believe that 100% though. I probably, but, yeah. it probably wasn't like, yeah. We should go into, <laughs> we should look into <laughs> the, the production of that show. <laughs> we should call up, we should tweet uh, Jeff Foxworth. Jeff Foxworth. Do you remember that show you were on? <laughs> Do you remember this? Uh, yeah, so I was, for some reason, this popped in my head, but then I was like, uh-huh. I wonder what Jeff Foxworth, like, what his comedy was even like. Because I think he was like a stand up comedian. Oh, yeah. But he's like a southern stand up comedian, kind of like. Mm. And I wonder if he does like, um, like, like I want to fuck my truck more than my wife bits. I feel like he's one of those country boys that like uh, my my truck is like my wife except it doesn't complain like when I do. stick my penis when in I it. stick my penis in it yeah without consent right <laughs> 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 where did this come from <laughs> I'm misogynist comedy uh, yeah yeah I uh, I don't know you know I actually have not watched a lot of like um the classic comedians and stuff like the comedians jeff Jeff foxworthy is classic i mean he was on tv and he was like in the generation before us so i don't know if that makes him classic i don't know 
I'm just trying to start a conversation okay. here, okay? I'm, I'm, and I'm trying to offer criticism for the what? false things you're saying. I am trying to say <laughs> is that most of my exposure to stand-up is by watching, like, female comics right. on YouTube within the last, like, five years. And then clicking on the, like... The like recommendations. Re- yeah, the recommendations. Yeah. Hell fucking yeah. So <laughs> I need to go back and watch more, like, classic comedy. Yeah. Including Jeff Foxworthy. And Larry the Cable and Larry Guy. The cable guy. <laughs> Could, maybe that should be the next thing we watch together is like a stand-up special by Larry the Cable It guy. might be like funny. Well, yeah, what if it's like hilarious? I mean, people like him. We should also watch uh, Jeff, Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I have. I think me and Eric watched a special by him. Oh, how was it? And guess what? It was bad. Damn it. Did you ever watch Amy Schumer's special that got a lot of shit? The like leather? Yeah. I did Netflix. not watch that one. I did. And I blew out of my nose twice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, what did yeah. she say? I don't. made you blow out your nose. I don't remember. Actually, okay. I actually only remember the terrible shit. I don't remember what she said that was funny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot of it, a lot of her stuff just revolves around like either talk like gross out comedy about her vagina or okay, like yeah. talking about getting blackout drunk, <laughs> which oh. like might be relatable for some people, but uh, not. Me. For me. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, she gets extra shit because people already don't like her for stealing jokes and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. That's just that's just what comes to my mind when I think of like iconic bad comedy. (laughs) 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 Amy Schumer and Jeff Dunham. Good shit. Good shit. You know who um I was watching like a clip on YouTube of and I, I remember her from like oh god, have you ever seen the god awful sitcom Two Broke Girls? Like have you ever seen any I of it? I only saw like one clip from it and it was like kind of a funny clip. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So that show oh boy, I kinda wanna like show you an episode of it because the Okay. It's just like I don't know, maybe I'm like being weird, but the writing just seems atrocious <laughs> to me. Like the 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 jokes and the delivery and like there's like still like a like a, an Asian guy that's like a very stereotyped oh, no. kind of character and it's like you fucking made the show in like 2013 like you guys should be past like some of this bullshit they are doing and the it has um cat Dennings is yeah, that the, her name? the cutie patootie. I love her I love her so much but the way the casting and 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 the writing did not do her like it was not good mm. um. Anyways, I think I think that was Whitney Cummings who like wrote for that show or helped write, and, and that like so that's how I'd heard of her before. Anyways, I watched a clip of her on YouTube, and um, I was not impressed. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like <laughs> classic, like oh, I hate my boyfriend, <laughs> and like oh. this shit where I'm just like. That's it's funny because that comedy is like super super popular. Yeah, you know stuff like that comes up. Um, I, I remember one time I went down, like, a very brief rabbit hole of, like, clean comedy. Okay. Because, like, there is kind of a, a, a tag or a niche for that because people want to, like, watch comedy with their Christian family. Or okay, something. yeah. And I feel like a lot of that that I've seen kind of does just rely on those stereotypes of, like, oh, my wife's smarter than me, but also... She's crazy. She's crazy. I don't... It's, it's really weird. Or just like, oh, yeah, my husband doesn't know how to fucking sweep a floor. Yep. And I'm like, ah, that's so my husband, too. My <laughs> husband doesn't do anything either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just tired. I don't know, it's like... It's tired. And it's it's sad to me. It is. Like, it's... um, what, did, what was she talking about? Oh, she's talking about, like... It's like, guys, women aren't crazy. Men make us crazy. Oh, and it's like... Bold. 
I'm sorry, sweetie. You need to unpack sweetie. so many layers. <laughs> so many layers to what you just said. I've never heard you say the word sweetie before. <laughs> to Whitney Cummings, I will. The only person you've yeah, ever Yeah, she's the only person of sweetie. Because, like, <laughs> fuck that. Like, because this was, like, yeah. a recent clip. And I'm like, no. Not we're not going to go into this women are crazy, <laughs> but men make them. It's like, no. There's gendered Ugh. expectations that are unrealistic. And the division of labor is unrealistic. And we need to talk about these things and open up communication yeah stop acting I, like this is a normal thing i wonder if like there i mean maybe there was a point where that kind of comedy was like new and empowering yeah to, like, yeah no i'm sure i'm sure thing. but if it did if it was it was in like the 60s so <laughs> <laughs> that's so true though yeah if someone in the 60s said it was like whoa like, yeah girl yes <laughs> i wouldn't sweetie her uh, not for a no, second not for a second but if you're if it's 2019 and you're like women get crazy because guys make the drive them crazy it's like oh my god just like don't don't do that the only um the only like bit in that realm that i really liked was donald glover's uh where he's like he was like you know there's a reason that women never have like crazy ex-boyfriend stories and men have crazy ex-girlfriend stories and it's because crazy boyfriends murder their girlfriends (laughs) i remember that one that was really good donald glover's woke (laughs) as shit (laughs) fucking knows what he's talking about also he's talented at literally everything yeah beautiful he's so beautiful and i want to cry um so uh yeah i was i feel like i was gonna say one more thing on the point about whitney of um yeah or just like crazy oh i was also thinking how there's always like this very intense like gendered thing like Mm. oh women are crazy but guys are like lazy or like whatever i don't know like there's kind of but i was thinking about how like i feel like there's truth to people acting insane and any really close like relationship of any Mm -hmm. kind when you live together like Mm -hmm. you just start to be like you see the yeah you just pick up on tiny little details and you're like you get driven insane by these Mm -hmm. dumb things and all this shit and it's so funny because i guess just in the context of like what we know to be familiar it's like heterosexual couples and Mm -hmm. like being married and stuff but i was just thinking about how like you know these jokes about like oh yeah my husband's so annoying because he like always leaves his his shit covered shoes all over the floor (laughs) and he and he thinks i'm crazy because i'm like obsessed with the better homes and gardens magazine (laughs) or some bullshit it's like these jokes don't have to be so gendered they can just be like Um, about your partner's funny little habits that like drive you insane but like they're always like i feel like usually when they come up in comedy it's in the context of like a heterosexual like mm. relationship where they and then they sell it as like my my husband's a my big husband's loaf a man. um yeah i wonder how much of that has to do i'm not like educated on this topic so i really am just wondering um how much that has to do with like how kind of queer people are probably just now like being allowed into comedic spaces oh, really sure, openly yeah, yeah. absolutely um, and same with women kind of i mean i know they've been probably allowed in longer right but but still yeah held back (laughs) yeah yeah so i'm excited to see as we broaden up our scope of comedy and scope get more interesting perspectives yes (laughs) yeah stay tuned guys we'll find out (laughs) yeah i mean i'll laugh at a gendered joke from now now and then especially one that's ones that shame straight men for like not wanting to wear condoms oh my know. god that yes. really gets me you know oh That's my god that like really funny one yeah. about <laughs> being halloween like a costume. kid with a halloween costume not wanting to put on a jacket <laughs> <laughs> that was so good oh shit i forgot her name oh anyway you're out there we love you she's out there 
She's, she doesn't need our yeah. shout outs. <laughs> no, and you're right. Like, there's there's stuff like that. But I feel like that, to me, is, like, different. Because that, that is, like, talking it's about creative. a social phenomena yeah. that's, like, kind of fucked up. And you're like, mm-hmm. what the hell? What's going on, guys? <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Yas? Queen. Oh, didn't know if you're gonna go there. Yeah, I it's not creative. I've got a headache. Yeah. Did we talk about that? Yeah, uh no, I think you just we like in our test we talked about it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> fighting through I'm fighting through a migraine today. Um but if I've learned anything from sex, it's that I come up with my best one liners while I'm in pain. So we're gonna be okay. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. That was funny. That was good. I hope you can hear my audible silence. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not laughing. That was funny. <laughs> you were like laughing with your eyes open, and you looked like you were gonna cry. <laughs> I was like not sure how you were gonna react to that joke because we were just talking about like really badly gendered jokes. <laughs> I was like, well, I got one. <laughs> I got I got a good one. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was good i wish we had a video um, aspect of this our to like show what was happening someday we will you know we'll, we'll record it and we finally get sponsored by hello fresh hello fresh please give us free dinner I, i'm so hungry I'm so hungry <laughs> okay hold on i gotta sip some water okay after you're done sipping i think we should talk about the thing that you wanted to talk about about whether or not you're an <laughs> asshole yeah because that cracked me up and i like wanted to tell you so badly but then like i was like i gotta save it for the cast. okay okay yeah that's this is good actually um so as you all know so well because um, you're all <laughs> big fans <laughs> you've all been listening intently <laughs> i'm a big fan of the am i the asshole subreddit <laughs> and it's genuinely my favorite like i just go on there on the bus and read and I love to condemn people in my mind <laughs> constantly. Um, but yeah, I had a moment where I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm I've been an asshole or not. So I'm gonna leave it up to Susie mm-hmm. to pass judgment. Nice. Okay. So essentially, also um, for the old fans of the cast, this is the, the same. Old fans. <laughs> <laughs> the OG fans out there, uh, I think from episode five, six. I don't know. This yeah. is the same guy I had the Steve Buscemi interaction with. So it's like a throwback. And now I kind of worry. It's like if he ever finds us, he'll know who he is. But you know what? That's kind of fun, though. That's fine. It's like a little Easter egg. Uh, so um, I was doing one of my classes finals. is So we've been doing group work all quarter. And now we had to write a 15 to 20 page paper, like collaboratively as a group of 10 people. <laughs> it's so fucked up. I, Why does, oh how does it even like translate? It didn't. It was terrible. I read through the si- the whole thing at the end, and I was like, "This is incomprehensible." Yeah, but I'm right? turning. We're turning <laughs> we got turn it done. Yeah, because yeah, like people are. We had different strengths of writing. Like some people, English wasn't their first language. Other people are just not that good at school. <laughs> um, so we anyway. had this big Google Doc. With all, we we all, like, assigned each other different sections of the essay. Hell yeah. And this one guy, like, hadn't written any of his shit yet. And then, like, the night before, a lot of us were on there, like, finishing up. And he just started copy and pasting in, like, okay, we gave him the smallest section. And it was about one location that we visited. 
and he just started copying and pasting in the descriptions of every organization that's a part of that location we visited. Like, word for word, still in, like, business copy. Like, <laughs> here at the blah, 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 we believe in do 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 It's like, this is an essay. What are you doing? So he filled two fucking pages with that. Oh right? Because we each had to write two pages. So he was like, yeah, that was my... He wrote, like, two paragraphs, then he filled the rest with those descriptions and i was sitting watching it happen on the google <laughs> doc and i was just like oh my god <laughs> this is incredible <laughs> how do you we're in, we're not in community college anymore boys no. you are in an accredited university and you don't know what plagiarism is i no. guess <laughs> didn't teach you that in ap english apparently so i was like i'll give him the benefit of the doubt this is due like tomorrow at midnight um, this is the night before. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He's like putting this in here as a reference and he'll like erase it later. So then the next morning I meet up with some of my other fr- uh, pals in the group and I'm like, did you guys read his part? And they're like, no. And I'm like, it's look, it, it's still there and it's literally just copied and pasted. And they're like, oh, we told him to fix it. And he had just like cut out like a page, but kept like the other half of the page there. And I was like, what how is this happening and then they're like oh okay we'll just rewrite it and i was like no we're meeting in class (laughs) as a group later today and i look when you have when you live with siblings you know yeah like if they leave their dirty spaghetti ketchup nasty plate on the the coffee (laughs) table spaghetti tapes (laughs) spaghetti plates (laughs) spaghetti plates there you go if they leave it on the coffee table and you clean it up they're just like, cool, I can yeah, leave my dishes yeah. around and someone else will clean it up. I was like, no. I told them that metaphor, too. I was That's like, I'm great. getting heated yeah. about this. Yeah. Uh, getting into metaphor territory. Nice. Um, I was like, he, we need to call him out in front of the group, one. And two, he needs to fix it himself because he's only contributed like two paragraphs and we were each supposed to write like two pages. So they were like, they were kind of like giggling. They're like, oh, okay, if you want to call him out, I mean, we'll just write something on the side in case he doesn't fix it. Um, so then in class, like, I wasn't mean or anything, yeah. but I was, like, we were kind of talking about the essay, and I was, like, so did you just, like, I'll, I'll try to be as genuine to the interaction as I can. I was, like, so did you just copy and paste these things in? And he's, like, oh, yeah, um, I was gonna, like, cite the the sources. And I was, like, okay, we don't need the descriptions of all these organizations, and if we turn this in right now, it would be flagged for plagiarism. Yeah. Like I said that, everyone was kind of quiet, and he Ooh. just, like, turned red, and he's, like... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll fix it tonight. And I was just like, okay. And I don't know, I didn't read a section. I think he literally just deleted the descriptions and kept, like, the two paragraphs he had written. So he still had, like, not contributed a lot. And then I felt terrible because we, after that, like, I felt a little bad. But I had already given him, like, a four out of ten on our peer evaluations <laughs> for the essay. And I was like, ooh, I gave everyone else a ten. <laughs> uh, Wahoo! So... The real question is, should I have, because I was thinking about it, because I did feel a little bad, because I'm not, as I talk a big game, but I'm not really that confrontational. So afterwards, I was like, maybe I should have just, like, private messaged him or something. But they had kind of tried that already, and he yeah. just didn't <clears throat> Well, okay, do it. there's so many things about this interaction that are really interesting <laughs> to me, because first of all, I think it's so interesting, because you're like, oh, I'm not super confrontational, but it's mm-hmm. like, sounds like everyone in the group is even less confrontational. Yeah. Like, the fact that they're like, whoa, you would talk to him <laughs> about literally yeah, not They wanted to rewrite it, and I was like... Yeah. I don't... I'm, we're doing him a disservice by letting this slide. Well, so that's the thing, yeah. is that I think that, like, 
just in general and specifically in this academic environment at a school that like boasts it's like prestige or whatever <laughs> like you need to fucking do your work mm-hmm. right and that's bare minimum do your work in a group project mm-hmm. not that hard two pages not that hard not no, that it's, not. it's, it's not. like just write it just write yeah, it just we had it. a long time to do it too okay so and like so there's that aspect of it and then i mean from what you've said of your actual interaction that's like you went the nicest route <laughs> like because i think that like just imagine like somebody because there's people that i've met in my life that like are very aggressive about mm-hmm. things like this where they're like just like what the hell is that you know mm-hmm. like kind of deal and if somebody like that had come into this per- like this situation i feel like they would have been like what the fuck <laughs> is this bullshit you know because that's, that's what, what i wanted to say right that's what you're thinking in your head productive. <laughs> okay um <laughs> no and i i think it's good the way you did it because yeah i mean it, there's no point in being mean to someone mm-hmm. that just like whatever reason didn't do it but in college especially i've noticed this that yeah people are just like doing shit work half yeah. the time and Not even like shit work like just you can't just you copy can't plagiarize. something from a website you and can't put it in. fucking yeah. plagiarize yeah and um they should know that first of all and second of all you're f- like you're in an education <laughs> class oh, yeah, i think that's the most appalling <laughs> thing too is that it's like not just a general like a gen ed like oh this is a bullshit like literature class that uh-huh. nobody likes or pays no, attention yeah. to it's like this is a class in a major like you're it's like one of the core classes for the major too. yeah so yeah. what the fuck are you doing at this school if you're just gonna be like yeah i'm gonna copy paste this from a website in a group project it's not even yeah. like an individual assignment so i'm glad you called them out honestly like you should have given the zero out of ten. <laughs> that would have been like <laughs> uh. like yeah i mean and I'll, I'll just say that like my own experience like with group projects is, has never been that quite that level i guess mm-hmm. because the last group project i did my my spring quarter senior year there was somebody that just straight up like was not responsive to our messages seemed mm-hmm. like they weren't even in the I class remember, yeah yeah last second like was like oh hey guys you know like i don't even know what they said it was mm-hmm. really weird i guess they contacted one of the other people didn't even respond to the main like Jesus email that i Christ. sent out and then they're like oh okay let's put you know like put them in our group chat or text chat or whatever and so we did that and we have been planning, you know, I like set up the Google Slides. I did all this shit. I was like, okay, this is the theme of our, our project, all this shit. <clears throat> we we're like, okay, everyone, we have time to meet. Like, I don't know, fucking Wednesday at this time. Let's meet at the library. We, we did that. We've been talking about it for like a whole week. We work on the project. We do, we end up doing their slide because we're just like, oh, they're not going to do it. We're just going to do it. And you put your names on the slides that you do, right? So... our names were on these slides and then at the end you do an evaluation and um or i think something like that i don't know you write write about it and so this person just not responsive the whole week didn't do anything we did their slides like an hour after we submitted the project or Mm -hmm. not no not an hour after we submitted after we finished the project Mm -hmm. they come in and they're like oh my god guys you did everything you did my slide without me and we're like, what? wait a minute, we've been talking about this for a whole week. We needed to get this done because we're going to turn it in tonight. Yeah. And then this person's like, oh my gosh, but I need this class to graduate. Is can <laughs> is there fucking God. Yes. So they're oh. like, is there anything that I can do? And so one of the other people that was way nicer than I was, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I guess like we still need to like set up a fake like social media page. Mm-hmm. Like, ma- or it wasn't even that. It was just mm-hmm. like 
it was basically copying a link and pasting it onto the slide but they did that just so this person could have their name on one slide so we do that we submit the project and then the professor emails us later is like hey uh like individually is like hey did this person participate at all in the project and and then so then we started a separate group chat without this person and we're like hey what are you guys gonna say like in response to the email and we're all just like you know i'm I'm be real with them because this person should honestly you shouldn't graduate if this is how you're gonna behave no and And here's the thing about that too if that person had come to me and been like dude i'm so sorry here's what's going on i didn't this is why i didn't participate i'm sorry i was a shitty group member i would have i would have lied for i would have covered for them that's but they didn't that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if you were like, oh, my God, my family's going through something or I have a full-time job. Because this class was pretty bullshit. I would have yeah. been like, that's fine. Right. Like, put your name on the slide. You got to graduate. Your, pro- your life's probably hard. Mm-hmm. I'll do that for you. But, like. You have to communicate. Though. You, you can't just, like. And it's not fucking yeah. hard <laughs> to send a fucking text. <laughs> you're, you're presumably, like, in your 20s, right? Yeah. You're about to graduate from this school. Mm-hmm. Why can't you send a text that says, hey, sorry I haven't been, like, you know, mm-hmm. messaging you guys. I just blew my fucking mind. Yeah. And had this person had an experience, like, earlier in their collegiate career that, like, was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I have to do something. I have to do stuff. I think that would have been really helpful. I don't know. So uh, that's my hot take. That's my story. Yeah. You know, group projects <laughs> bring out just... I mean, group projects for grades specifically, because yeah. I've been part of group projects in work now, and they're because the professors are always like, "Oh, well, you need to learn to do this in school because you'll be doing it in work." But like when I do group projects at work, people have their shit together because yes. they're getting paid for it. Yes. <laughs> but instead, like, and if one person doesn't do their shit, it doesn't drag down all of our salaries. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, dude, <laughs> imagine it's like okay, is this project we're gonna pay you either forty grand or eighty grand depending, <laughs> depending on, on the... how good it is. <laughs> no, yeah, and it group projects are just like a special kind of hell. I don't know. And I, this one, like, I loved pretty much everyone in my group too like we yeah. really built relationships over this That's quarter awesome. so like otherwise that would have ended me that whole project would have ended yes. me. but luckily we were like communicating and that's good i talked to someone else in the class whose group mates were literally posting like copy and pasting from wikipedia and then got mad at him when he talked to them about it um so, uh, okay <laughs> I didn't even have the worst experience in the class. My opinion of this school just keeps dropping lower <laughs> and lower. Like, I, I, know. I, I know. It's amazing. Uh, but, uh, it's amazing. I, I mean, I know this is probably more so like the public school system failing because like a lot of these kids at least a lot of the people that i knew in particular Mm -hmm. that would kind of have this behavior would be like they'd pass like their ap english classes or whatever from Mm -hmm. kind of doing that shit for me like Mm -hmm. oh yeah i just pulled all this information from wikipedia and like did whatever yeah and then they pass that and then they're like yeah i'm good to go and then like this school in particular is like looking for you know like freshmen out of high school so they can maximize their profits of like not you know not profits not actually a for-profit school but you know you can maximize Mm -hmm the money you get from them by having someone be there for four years and like ap classes look good on transcripts all this other shit and like so it's like i know that it's not necessarily this person's like inherent character to that and Mm -hmm. being like i'm just gonna copy paste this from wikipedia (laughs) but like what are we doing guys i don't know are we like unique for doing our work 
Like I didn't think so. That's the thing. Like I always consider. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, I'm a decent student. I'm a fairly good writer. But it's like when you when I look at people that do this shit, I'm like, whoa, I'm a fucking genius, dude. I know. That's the thing. Like I was <laughs> uh, as I'm like reading through these things, I'm just like, I all my feelings of inadequacy just went out the window. I'm like, that, apparently I'm in the top ten percent, which is you know what? abysmal. That's so. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, you know that's kind of like a that's like a, a positive <laughs> it's like, like a weird positive like wow <laughs> i'm doing pretty good <laughs> I, I, I guess so like by doing pretty much the bare minimum i'm doing okay that's what college teaches you it's amazing i feel like i learned that in retail too so maybe that's just kind of how the world operates oh i don't know <laughs> I but forgot about yeah retail is like it's worse oh god show up to your job know. and your manager's You're like golden yes you get gold stars yeah gold stars all up. around um, I kind of wanted to go back. I know we're running out of time, but no, nah, just keep talking. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because you said that, like, um, I said I wasn't confrontational, but like everyone else was clearly way less confrontational. Um, I've been learning that a lot since I've joined university. Like, people are very okay, especially education. Like, people don't want to like go in front of the class or like talk in oh front gosh. of the class. What I'm like. You are going to be teaching in front of a class. Are these people someday. okay? Okay, listen, here's what happened. Okay. So, um, in a different class, which I really love, we were talking about, uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> the professor, like, just out of nowhere was like, I'm going to turn the discussion over to you guys to facilitate. This is a class of, like, 40 people, I think, so okay. not that big for yeah. college. And it was just silent for a while, and I was like, and I... And one of those annoying kids who talks all the time. So I wasn't going to like jump in right away because I just didn't want to dominate things. But like 20 seconds passed and I'm just like, okay, you want us to facilitate the class? And he like nods to me and I was like, does anybody have any thoughts? (laughs) And then someone raised their hand. Okay. Okay. Another person looked at me and pointed to the person who was raising their hand. And I was like, uh, you. It's like college has led me to understand how cults are started yeah people just look for authority i had no authority yeah. to be calling on people Ooh. but because i was talking and i was close to the front of the classroom they were like yes people were like okay yep. yeah i'll raise my that's hand it. that's I'm it like, this is insane it's that's amazing so fucking I don't know. funny i love it personally so i've been learning that i apparently like fall into leadership roles better than i thought because just no one else does it. people are just like <laughs> yeah. oh, buh, buh, <laughs> people are just really passive <laughs> which i understand but it's just damn dude that's the thing is it's like yeah. i understand being not super psyched to always be like oh, i'm just gonna talk about mm-hmm. stuff i don't know about but Especially, like, i've been to a lot of classes where i'm just like i just want to get through this class and go right home. you just want to yeah. sit there but like it's it's people that never do anything, and you're like you're not getting your money's worth. <laughs> like you're not I'm getting, getting teaching experience <laughs> over here. Like, <laughs> also, yes, I mean I just can't keep I keep going back. You're in education. Yeah, yeah. These things like writing and and collaborating and talking in front of people mm-hmm. are all crucial. <laughs> They are like maybe the most important things of this major, and people are just fucking up on this. It's so funny. I don't know what. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to give them too much shit because I like doing it. Like I love. Yeah. I found that I just love like having authority over <laughs> a classroom, and it's just so easy to take. That's pretty <laughs> so. cool, actually. I should yeah. start doing. I should start walking into classes. I mean, yeah, just hey guys, like, hi, I'm your teacher. People wouldn't question it. They probably wouldn't. I'd be like, "What's up? All right." <laughs> I'm your new TA. Like, okay. Some kid that's planning on shooting up the school. That is done. 
Like, damn it, wrong class. Ooh, gotta go. <laughs> this is not... I didn't realize I was in the gun class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, I, I do I do feel bad for shitting on people for not talking in public because I know that's scary. Um, oh, yeah. And I, I mean, I, yeah. I understand it, especially because I feel like the first couple of years of my, like, academic career, I wasn't super talkative. Mm-hmm. I'd do it every now and then, but I just wasn't, like, one of those people that talked all the time. Mm-hmm. But then, like, as I did it, I just started to realize that my thoughts were really valuable and a lot of... Like, a lot of people didn't talk in general, and then a lot of people that did talk said stupid stuff. So I was like, <laughs> I am tired of this disaster. Uh, so I'd raise my hand, and I'd be like, hello. hello. But there were still some classes where I was just like, it's, I can't fathom the emotional capacity to talk in this class. So no, I just it's true. Sit there and like, I think with my experience, the thing that stood out to me more was that, like, people were so willing to just accept my authority as like a professor to, or not not the professor but like as a facilitator yes yeah. like someone raised their hand that other girl saw that person first and could have just called on them but she looked at me and pointed to that person yes like, she's like oh you're on. doing this I now like, okay all right I've that's me baby yeah i mean luckily people stopped doing that after that's a while good, yeah. uh, but it was just i don't know it was really funny to me it's yeah a funny moment that's so, amazing right. we should start a cult yeah next up we're starting a cult so speaking of cults I watched this Bikram Yoga documentary Ooh. on Netflix. What is that? I don't know anything okay, about that. So Bikram Yoga is hot yoga. And I don't know if you've oh. heard. White mom's super into it. Yeah, I know. My mother-in-law's into that. Yeah. Like, yeah, hot yoga. Anyways, so <laughs> it's... Uh, I And I think there, there's other types of hot yoga, I'm sure. But in the main one is Bikram Yoga. And it was started by this guy that... I mean, okay, like, I can't even, you should watch the documentary, it's so interesting, but, like, literally the whole thing actually was, like, kind of a cult. What the the documentary was mainly calling out is that he has six sexual assault allegations against Mm -hmm. him, um, which, like, like, the jury unanimously was like, yeah, no, he's got, (laughs) like, the, 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 um, the prosecutor uh, was just, like, it was crazy. They're, like, this is the first time a jury's ever just, like, like, you yeah, did. That guy, that yeah, guy that guy fucking did it. <laughs> um. So, anyways, he fled the country. Oh, one of those. Yeah, and it's it's crazy legal issue because it's like I think it was specifically like one of the victims was like suing him, and mm. so in in the in that case, they were like, okay, you like owe this amount of money, but he fled the country, and since it's not like he a pulled a Roman Polanski. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, but it was really interesting because he built this like empire of hot yoga and being Whoa. like a guru basically and he you know he'd been around since like the 70s he'd claimed to help like richard nixon like cure one of his leg injuries and okay. all this stuff people fucking love his shit and yeah. basically he would have these like nine week um like teacher training courses mm. where everyone stays in a hotel they're not allowed to leave and they just yeah. do yoga like the whole fucking time Did and he like, would sit fed yeah yeah he because he said there was a chant that they would do and he's like what's the best kind of food no food (gasps) and he would sit in like a chair like a throne in the middle of this room full of like hundreds of people as they were doing yoga and he'd Uh be like coaching them and then the room would be 120 degrees but he had a personal like air conditioner blowing on him and like it's fucking insane and he um so yeah and he was like assaulting all these women that were just like you know i mean they were basically in a cult and they were like you know this guy was like being held as like almost a deity of like yoga and like curing illnesses and stuff and um yeah he would just like manipulate them and rape them and like uh yeah so he fled the country 
and um he's still doing teacher training courses in like other countries like mexico and uh spain and uh where was the other one like fucking i don't know it was insane it was like holy god (laughs) whoa but i just think it's so interesting that like hot yoga has always been one of those things it, se- it seems like a lot of people that get into it become like insane about it like you're just like <laughs> hot yoga i mean it sounds nice because i'm cold you know you are cold so and it probably yeah i mean hot just, yoga like, sweat it out. helps yeah. your muscles but like but like it's interesting because mm-hmm. the dynamic was truly a cult dynamic yeah that's wow that's crazy yeah it's always the same things too it's like um deprivation of food like um not allowed not uh, not being allowed to be alone yes and then like not being allowed to contact people outside or yeah. leave it's like always those things and then you start to think about girls camp when you were 12 <gasps> oh and when fuck. you had you couldn't bring your phone oh and you fuck. had to take a buddy with you to the porta potties oh god and you could only eat at the scheduled meal times oh my god and you're like wait <laughs> being you escaped a cult <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I guess so I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting how many places too have like almost cult like atmospheres, and then like aren't aren't cults. But then there's a lot of things where you're like, oh fuck, that's a cult. But you know, it's like it. I mean, like going to the girls' camp. I mean, that kind of was a cult. It's thing. like they are trying to get you to develop this spiritual bond with the, an institution's yeah. beliefs. So I it's mean, no, I would fully. Like, I wouldn't call it destructive, but it is. It does. I mean, it's employ similar techniques. For sure. And it's, yeah. it's it's shaping a young mind into mm-hmm. believing something that needs to like, it's based on just like, like un, um, unwavering belief in something yeah. that there's yeah. no evidence for. No and it's like, yeah. here you go. So, I mean, that I, I, right so there. girls camp, uh, Mormon girls camp and Bikram yoga. I can't, I don't see a difference. I don't see, I, hard to tell. <laughs> Um, yeah, th- I will say though, after watching the documentary, I was like, I should do yoga. <laughs> yeah, we should do yoga. Dude, let's fucking do yeah. yoga. It'd be fun. I, I need to move my body more. Yeah, and yoga's nice because it's not super like strenuous, so you don't mm-hmm. like hurt. It's harder than it looks though. I remember yeah. doing it once and I was like, wow, <gasps> this is hard. <laughs> my muscles. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. But let's just not do culty rapey yoga. Mm, but oh. I kind of wanted to. Oh, I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be the cult leader. <laughs> I just crank up the temperature to 130 degrees, and I'm like, "All right, all right." And I'm like, "Oh, finally a comfortable <laughs> finally temperature, <I'm> warm." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, y- university is preparing me to start a cult, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. And you are you got your bachelor's, so you're ready. I'm Please. ready. I'm ready yeah. to go. That was good. That was there were no lulls. No, actually, yeah, we yeah. kept it going. Nice shout out to us. Shout out to us, guys. Even though we both have headaches. We have headaches. Maybe we should get headaches more often because we're <laughs> yeah. doing good on this one. I want to get headaches more often so I don't have to have sex with my husband. <laughs> oh, my God. I, mean, I feel that. feel that. It hurts so bad. It hurts <laughs> more than my headaches. <laughs> and he's so mean to me the whole time. <laughs> Wait, we should do like a parody stand-up show where that would be like, fun we actually. start with like regular jokes and then we progressively, progressively get darker and darker more and more intense <laughs> and then you realize that this woman's just like locked in a room getting raped constantly <laughs> being forced to scrub the floor and so doing really stand-up to yeah. pay the bills yeah exactly that'd be good all right thanks for listening guys thanks for listening um goodbye to Bikram. Bikram. No, no, Bikram, you don't get a goodbye. Fuck you, Bikram. (laughs)